You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey, 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 welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact, and we got the Vegas Bad Boys here with us, Mr. Sin City Steve, Mr. Matt Michaels, and Mr. Simon Street. We welcome all of you. If you happen to be watching us live, we appreciate you. Make sure you throw your comments in the comment section. We are live on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Live. If you just happen to just be listening to the podcast, we appreciate you as well. Thanks for downloading. Make sure you tell others about us. This is our wrestling talk, and um, we're going to go over some of our uh, top likes and dislikes for this week. So let's just get right into it with our four-way stop. All right. No better way to start with Sin City Steve. Tell us, man, what was your highlight for this past week? Well, uh, the thing is, let's just get it out there. We were wrong. We all thought that CM Punk would go over on MJF. We got it wrong. Um, Obviously, we all made mention that, you know, MJF should win the match, but uh, we didn't quite feel that TK would pull the trigger. But uh, CM Punk losing to MJF not once, but twice in his hometown of Chicago. Yeah. it, what what really stood out to me was I thought that you know they would do uh, the quick finish after the roll up after the uh, you know the ref finds the tape and restarts the match I figured that they would you know have Punk roll him up pick up the quick win but no they wrestled for another twenty five fucking minutes and uh, these guys brought it uh, we'll talk more about this match later for sure um, also. Take Adam Cole seriously. I see you up there, Matt Michaels. You're starving for attention, like always, <laughs> but uh, you're yawning. Whatever. Um, take Adam Cole seriously. Like I said, the promo that he cut was awesome. Um, he hasn't been viewed as a threat in AEW. He's just been a guy in the elite. We've even talked about that. Um, and then lastly, Imperium and Diamond Mine Six Man was fucking great. And sadly, it felt out of place on the new NXT 2.0. Um, so it, it, it's one of those things that, yeah, these guys all brought it and maybe, maybe I might have a, a glimmer of hope for this brand. Eh, let's hope. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Let's go over to you, Simon street, man. What did, what was your highlights of the week? Well, definitely uh, my highlights of the week was uh, actually from Impact Wrestling. I've been uh, watching Impact Wrestling for three weeks straight. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, got to say I'm enjoying it. And uh, one match that I found to be really cool is I've been continuing on the storyline of 
uh, you know, honor no more invasion of impact wrestling has actually been done very well. And another stop actually happened this week. It was a match with uh, Vincent and this is Josh Alexander. Very good match. Right after the match, you had uh, honor no more come out and was just, you know, just doing their thing. And who pops out? Kenny King comes out and he is, you know, was out front and saying, you know, I'm with uh, Honor No More, and it, you know, pretty much, it, it, it's 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 it's. I would say it's been a long time since I've seen an invasion done correctly. Maybe just because I've been sipping on the cup of tea WWE has been trying for the last couple of years. Um, this is done really good, and it has me going back to the well of Impact week after week. Another big thing that was a great thing for me to watch was again, I like Lita and Lita going up against uh, Big Time Bex. Becky Lynch is going to be exciting. I know a lot of people may not share that same sentiment, and I get it, and it's okay. But I'm kind of happy to see Lita get back in the ring, and I feel that mm -hmm. Elimination Chamber is more of an appropriate stage versus if they said WrestleMania. I'd have been like, eh, I don't know if that's something that would fit that 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 type of uh, platform. But I think Elimination Chamber would make a good addition to the match. I think that Becky Lynch is the person, the perfect person to be in that match with Lita versus if it had been her and Charlotte, I think it would have been just jumbled. So I'm looking forward to seeing that Elimination Chamber. I know you are too, Impact. I know you're going to watch it. Absolutely. Impact is doing some some good stuff, man, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm loving every bit of it. Uh -huh. All right. Let's jump right. By the way, if, you, if you're watching, throw your comments anywhere in the comment section, and we definitely would get it in as we see. In fact, if you want, let us know what your highlight of the uh, the week is. Maybe you have, uh, if you watched a bunch of wrestling, I'm sure there was something that really stood out for you, okay? Matt Michaels, what was yours for this past week? You know, I got to say that uh, we could start right off with uh, Rampage actually having a women's match that uh, was a uh, women's match. In Thunder Rosa and, and Mercedes Martinez. Mm -hmm. um, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, that's women's wrestling, not Chris Statlander, not fucking Britt Baker and getting hurt every fucking time she wrestles. Um, you know, this is what you should be making your division look like. Um, you know, if you're going to bring in people, have them work, people who are competent. Mm -hmm. uh, don't have them work Nyla Rose just to see Ruby Soho get fucked over. You know what I'm saying? This, this right. is supposed to be your big signings. Um, then uh, Austin Theory and Kevin Owens was a fucking great match. Yeah, And just goes to show how good Austin Theory really is, mm -hmm. man. And um, he's going to he's gonna basically do the, um, I think, the, the, the typical Vince McMahon thing, right? They'll push him. He'll get that top push. It will stop. He'll be buried for a year. And if he survives that, then he'll be top superstar for the rest of his career. You know, pretty yeah. pretty typical Vince McMahon uh, booking. But you got to give it up to the greatest thing of the week, and that was the uh, the 50-lap race between Shorty G and uh, Matt Riddle. <laughs> Come on now, fifty laps, man. I mean, that's a lot of effort, and <laughs> and he screwed right at the end by Otis. So, I mean, that's that's got to be tough, man. Got to be tough. I, I 
understand where you're coming from, man. I, it, it, it was it was sad to see, uh, you know, Riddle being taken out that way. But uh, I'm gonna say the right guy won. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, my highlight of the week. Um, I really enjoyed the AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio match, and I guess the reason why is you you don't. First off, I I just have to admire. First off, AJ is what about forty four years old, I believe forty four, forty five, somewhere in there. And Rey Mysterio is like forty six, forty seven. He's somewhere. These guys are acting like they're Austin Theory. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're watching them do all the things you enjoy. Six one nine. Uh, Styles Clash, uh, you know, the the, the Horikarana, all those different things. And they're just, it was really, truly an, a, a great match. And, uh, of course, it was for a spot in the Elimination Chamber. Um, it's, it's just, it was definitely a feel-good moment just to watch these guys really uh, have this moment in the ring. And, um, you know, I, that that topped my highlight uh, of the week. Uh, there was a couple others that came in uh, kind of short but um i i enjoyed the what was it the the eight-man tag from impact wrestling i don't have enough to uh time to go into that but that was really good as well with the uh bullet club and them going against um you had uh ace you have fulton you had um uh what's his name jake something and this new guy, I'm trying to remember his name, who's actually, it was actually, um, do you know, do you know, Speedball Mike Bailey? Yeah. Let me just, uh, I'll, I'm going to give a little bit extra time on this one. Who's, should I know who he is? Who is, can you give me a little bit more about him? Because he's really extraordinary. So unfortunately he's had some, uh, some travel issues getting into the States. Okay. Um, so that's why we haven't seen him in any of the real major promotions until very recently. Okay. Um, but he's obviously gotten those things cleared up. Uh, great, great wrestler as you, you know, right. became aware after this match. Yes. Um, and yeah, definitely synonymous with, uh, you know, several indie feds and yeah, it, it's really good to see Mike Bailey, uh, getting his, uh, getting his shine and impact. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be a fan just of his style of wrestling. So that is the four way stop. And by the way, we do see that there are uh, some comments that are uh, coming in. You know what? I kind of thought the same thing, uh, Chris, you know, I, uh, <laughs> you know, that was, when, when, when Mr. Matt mentioned how Miss McMahon kind of does things, that's, that's kind of how it worked. Right. You know, John Cena, John Cena, Chris. Ah, okay. Take a look at him, man. He's John Cena. All the way. Okay. Let's jump now into the next segment, which is too sweet for the week. All right. So this pretty much highlights the person or persons who just uh, that, that, hey, did it for you this week. Simon Street, let's start off with you. Who you give the two sweet of the week to? Well, well, I'm definitely going to give the two sweet of the week for, yet again, Bullet Club. It's always fun to see Bullet Club go mm -hmm. in and do the thing, and it did just that. And um, in an Impact Wrestling, and, you know, as you were mentioning just now, uh, you know, it was uh, Jake something, Ace Austin, Fulton, and Bailey. 
Um, I also, too, did find Bailey to be quite interesting. Going to be looking forward to kind of following him. Uh, but, yeah, you know, uh, Bullet Club came out, did the thing. Everybody looked good. And, um, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm enjoying every minute of seeing any Bullet Club I can get in Impact Wrestling. Um, obviously, after the match, uh, you know, there was some 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 rumble in the jungle, if they would say, with um, Violent by Design. And the Good Brothers came out there. And, uh, you know, that's going to be an interesting match that I want to see, obviously, um, Gorillas of Destiny and the Good Brothers, whenever that's going to take place. I do believe that's coming taking place in the um, pay-per-view that's coming up. Uh, what's the name of the uh, pay-per-view impact? Uh, no Surrender. No Surrender. Okay. Mm-hmm. Am I going to your house to watch it on the 19th? <laughs> Uh, only if only only if you're back. That's, not, that, that's the only way I will be able to dig to watch it. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 see what's up for sure, man. I'm sure it's 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 worth to to uh to have that happening. All right, let's go over to you, Matt Michaels. Who was your too sweet for the week? Um, you know, my too sweet for the week. Yeah. I don't. I don't like your exaggerated sweet guys. You know, come on, sweet. come on. We're better than that. We're better than that. No, we're bad. Uh, you know <laughs> what? It's Kevin Cross, hundred percent. Kevin Cross. Um, you you know the guy uh, is pretty much the first of those releases in November mm-hmm. to uh, be right back on uh, on wrestling uh, shows this weekend. Um, of course, he wrestled here in Vegas at FSW's Mecca 7 yeah. and uh, took on Jacob Fatu in a, a really nice, hard-hitting match, which was great. Um, Jacob Fatu deserves all the credit in the world. Um, and, of course, you know, Cross came back. He won the Mecca Grand Mecca Championship belt. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some uh, uh, issues on uh, travel with some of the other guys like Davey Richards and um, Sam Adonis. So they couldn't get here. So uh, it turned out that um, there, was, there wasn't there was originally a plan to have the uh, Mecca Championship up for grabs, but Cross ended up uh, defeating Jacob Fatu and winning the belt. Uh, and in a big part because of Scarlett Bordeaux. Ah. And um, guys, you know, you think you've seen it all. And then you see Scarlett Bordeaux give a Canadian destroyer to Jacob Fatu. Oh, wow. One of the greatest things that you could see. And it goes to show that, um, you know, there's a certain company up north that didn't know what the fuck they were doing. So, (laughs) All right, all right. Before I jump over to you, Sin City, uh, I'm going to give mine. All right. Let's talk about it. The CM Punk and MJF match. Now, this is a shocker for me to give this, but let me first let me first talk about it. I I was a little confused getting started. I, I you know, Jr. mentioned the fact that the ref was trying to get them back in the ring uh, because of a ten count. When apparently, when they went up into the fans, they were already two or three minutes in. So I was confused at that. Warlow comes down, and I I thought there was going to be some beef between him and MJF, and he ended up helping MJF. So I'm like, okay, I'm confused at that. 
And then the match, I, I when it started as early as it did, I was like, I thought this was the main event. I mean, this was almost one entire hour. And, I, and I'm like, the way that the match was going, it was like, it's way too long. Okay, besides all of those things, it was the turnout that was the most important for me. MJF getting the win, and like Sin City mentioned, it was twice that it happened. Now, I'm, I'm assuming that CM Punk is going to want to fight MJF again. He's going to want to have this moment again. And I think when they have this moment, CM Punk should lose again. And this time, it should be due to the chair, the chairman. I think it would be his fault that will call CM Punk. Yes, Sean Spears, the chairman, to be the one. He's not going to be with the company long enough to (laughs) (laughs) interfere. Okay, to interfere. And then after that happens, finally CM Punk goes enough with this with the shenanigans, you know, get me a, a steel cage. Nobody out, uh, nobody comes out to the ring. He finally gets the one-on-one. They can, they can run the metal detector to make sure that MJF is not <laughs> holding one of the brass knuckles. They have a fair match, and then CM Punk gets the win. But I do think when they have another match, I do believe it should be again MJF. I think this is solidifying to show MJF to to become the star I think he is. And I think that this this turned out to be um, successful. So I'll, I'll give it that. All right. Sin City Steve, what was your too sweet for the week? Well, um, you know, obviously I'm just going to keep up, keep it rolling with the uh, the amount of praise for MJF and CM Punk. Um, but I'm going to be quick about it. Okay. Uh, 39 minutes of great storytelling. Um, it was a solid, solid match between these guys. Um, and yeah, MJF going over twice in the same match. That was, that was amazing. Honestly, uh, much better than what we, than what I thought, or I'm sure what any of us thought. Um, also, uh, AJ Styles and Ray Mysterio, they deserve, yeah. they deserve that too sweet for the week. Yeah. Um, these guys absolutely brought it this week. Uh, it looks like they they turned the clock back 15 years, <laughs> yeah. and you know they just it, it, it like prime prime AJ Styles, prime Rey Mysterio, yeah. Um, and you know I I always uh, take the heat for being the AEW shill on the show, but you know when when WWE has something that's great on its programming, I got to give it props. And uh, both of those guys, you know, they've been. They've been, you know, putting out amazing content and yeah. uh, amazing match quality um, across all continents for years. So very, very good stuff. Also, um, honorable mention to DJ Impact, your boy okay. Jay Lethal and uh, and Ricky Starks. Okay. Um, the if for no other reason than the finish of the match. Because you had, uh, you know, you had Lethal going for the lethal injection, and uh, Ricky Starks reverses it into his finisher, and it looked absolutely seamless. Poetry in motion. Those guys did an amazing job as well. Yeah, I, um, you know, get, I got to figure out how to put like twenty extra seconds over time <laughs> into this. Um, no, I. I, I'm I'm happy Tass acknowledged that the the FTW is that what it is? 
uh, belt yeah. is not acknowledged by AEW, which made me question why then is it getting a main event spot on AEW? But okay. Uh, but uh, for that, I, I, I say well, he might as well just keep it. It's nothing. You know, it's nothing. My, I don't want Jay Lethal to have that belt. But I think it sucks the way that they are treating how Jay Lethal is coming across. Because when you, it's amazing how Jay is coming across AEW and how, whatever, my, and how Jonathan Gresham is coming across on Impact. Yes, sir. I said it's Sin City. Two different styles here. Yeah, and I don't understand. I think, why why not give Jay that same, that so, same message? He's so since, since you're opening the door to it, yeah, Jay Lethal is at the is at the point of his career where he needs to be putting over the younger stars. Um, that's that's what it is. I don't see um, it that way. I and I get it. I know you're a fanboy, Mark, for him. And honestly, <laughs> Jay Lethal is awesome. But the right person won the match. Okay. And Lethal looked very, very good in the match. Yep. So he quite honestly lost nothing uh, by losing that match. Gotcha. All right, here we go. This week's WTF. All right, I'm going to be real quick, except I took a little bit extra time. Um, Wendy Chu on NXT 2.0. All right, I, I won't lie. It, it, it does keep me a little bit interest, interested in what's happening because I'm steady watching. I'm watching it, and I'm I'm. I'm curious, all right? Just like with Orange Cassidy, you see what he does a few times, and you go, all right. And she did a move where she literally put her head down and went to sleep on Amari Miller's leg. She fell asleep on her leg. And I'm sitting back like, tell me I didn't really just see that, all right? So I don't know how many more sleeping gimmicks she's going to come up with. I'm all for it, but when she runs out, they need to create something else. It's going to get very boring at some point right now it is interesting but to me it was definitely my wtf for the week all right matt michaels that goes right into you buddy who was yours well uh let's start off with uh why the fuck is sammy <laughs> carrying around two fucking tnt titles <laughs> I thought it was a unification. What the fuck is going on? Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you hard. Um, along those same lines, let's uh, let's just uh, say it honestly. Brandy Rhodes, what the fuck? Get out of the business. Leave. You are nothing. You are not compelling. You are not interesting. You are not a wrestler, per se. Um, Paige Van Zant doesn't move the needle very much. <laughs> so wrestling you, Brandy, is not going to do anything for her career nor yours. Um, you know, she's probably a good mom, and I think that would be a great focus right now because you have a newborn. It's a great excuse. Just go away. Just go away. I, the whole I, road. Hey, I agree, I agree with that, but I love that line that she did tell Ethan Page, you know, we we only we only wanted you to get to Josh Alexander. Damn, dude, that's fucked up. That was a great line, but I agree with everything you said. She shouldn't be there. That yeah, that was a that was such a great line. I didn't even know it was said. So uh, <laughs> that's how much of an impression. You know you're fucked 
when you walk out and there's absolutely no response for you. I mean, if it's yeah. mixed booze and tears, okay, there was no response. Crowd was fucking dead. Yeah. And then if you want to say, well, they were chanting hateful stuff at her. Yeah, because they wanted her out of the ring. That's go away heat. It's not the fucking, you know, it's not because your character's great. It's because people do not want to see you anymore. All right, we give you that. Let's go over to you, Mr. Simon Street. What was your WTF for the week? Oh, uh, boy. I think he's he's frozen. Okay. Uh, are you there, Simon Street? No, nah, I'm back on. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm there. All right, Sorry yeah. about that. So, uh, yeah, my WTF for the week was pretty much Goldberg. Freaking Goldberg. Like, I just don't understand at this point. Like, why are we still hearing about Goldberg? I just don't understand it at all. He needs to cash. You guys still there? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know, but he needs uh, retirement. He, need, he needs retirement. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, look, I get it. We've been here before with Goldberg coming in for anything that has to do with Saudi Arabia. I get it. He's a name over there in Saudi Arabia. They want the biggest names. I get it. It's just exhausting. It's exhausting. But, hey, if that's a road bump that Burns has to go through, just to get to WrestleMania, by golly, fine. At this point, I'd be more interested in seeing Braun Strowman come back and face Roman Reigns. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. down and out. I don't know. I'm not even going to dignify any more responses with 40 minutes, four seconds left. There we go. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, man. Your your internet is real choppy, man. Are you, you must you on that CenturyLink? You moved over to CenturyLink. They sold you to. I don't even know if you can hear it. Okay, Cincy, let's go right over. Pretty to much, you. man. <laughs> I'm up here in the mountains. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Nice. All right, um, Sin City, man. Who what was your WTF? Well, again, I'm going to uh, just kind of repeat uh, some before me, but uh, like Simon said. Goldberg, but you actually got it wrong at this point. Let's just call it what it is. Motherfucking Oldberg oh, versus man. Roman Reigns at a pay-per-view. Oh my God. Roman just needs to squash this motherfucker in like 18 seconds. <laughs> you know, I'll log the Goldberg push in WCW. That's what needs to happen. And then let's just move on. This is final contractual appearance with WWE. So yeah, hopefully this is the send off for Goldberg. Um, also, You're love him in AEW, Steve. Right? Oh fuck that! <laughs> fuck that! Uh, it, as far as the WWE has one thing that they've done when it comes to tag teams, and it drives me up a fucking wall. Uh -oh. If they want to book a tag match, why not just book the tag match? Case in point: This week, you had Ridge Holland. And, uh, and Ricochet in a singles match. And then you got to a decision. And then, oh, well, you know, both guys, tag partners, just so happen to be out on the outside of the ring. So, fuck it. Let's go to a commercial. And then when we come back, oh, yeah, by the way, we've got a tag match. If, you're, if you want the tag match, just book the fucking tag match. Don't, don't do that shit. I mean, they've done it for years with the New Day and the Usos. It's ridiculous. And... Um, Last but not least, <sighs> Nyla Rose and Ruby Soho. <laughs> I, I 
yeah, terrible way to book Ruby. Um, but also that that missed riot kick was probably one of the worst botches I've seen in a while. Yeah, I saw that too. And I was like, I had to replay that. Like, did that just happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But at least we got a beast bomb from the top turnbuckle afterwards, so that's fine. Are you holding yeah. on, Sin City, or are you giving up? What's going on? Are you finally giving up? Giving up on what? <laughs> Never mind then. All right. Hell no. Dude, dude. So so that, that would be a great question for me to ask of you with Impact Wrestling or, you know, anybody with WWE. Like, I'm going to end up watching AEW no matter what. It's it's out of the products that are out there. It is the one that holds my attention the most. I got you. I got so. you. All right. Let's get into our um, our next segment. All right. So Simon Street, we're going to come over to you, man. Uh, what are you looking out for uh, this this time around? Simon Street. I'm definitely looking out for, um, I know it's something that I believe last week Sin City Seed kind of mentioned about is WWE 2K22. Um, really getting excited for that game. There's more uh, information that was getting released about the game uh, this week. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, more, more in depth with mechanics and a little bit more out of where they're kind of going with their GM mode. Um, in my opinion, I do that the GM mode is not a make or break of the game, but a make or break if we want moving forward with iterations of this type of game, if we want to even bother with, with GM mode. I know it's been very successful with other 2K games, um, and they want to carry that over to uh, WWE 2K22. It's not the first wrestling game of WWE had a GM mode. Um, outside of that, a couple things that are very chaos, uh, of ladders, chairs, you can place them anywhere in the game. That was something that was very prevalent, especially in my favorite iteration games, SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that was one of my favorite uh, uh, iterations of them of all time, and it looks like we're going to be getting that back. Um, they talked about some of the different, or they confirmed all the people who are on uh, the roster, so it seems a pretty steady amount. It's going to be fun. Uh, definitely, what, I believe it's what March uh, 11th is when it comes out. Uh, I'm going to be getting it for sure. I'll be getting it on the PlayStation 5. And um, for anybody who uh, who wants to go come up against me, you can get on. I think it's PlayStation 4 and Xbox. But I really think this one's going to do us proud and uh, skipping 2021 because 2020 was horrible. All right. All right. Let's go to you, uh, Sin City. What would be your? All right. So. Yeah, I'm 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 looking out for the hopefully Moxley Danielson Alliance. <laughs> yeah, just the mere mentioning of uh Brian Danielson and John Moxley getting together and having some sort of a tag team, some sort of a stable. Um and the thing is, if you look at the people that Brian Danielson mentioned in that promo, mm -hmm. guys like Wheeler Yuta, Daniel Garcia, Lee Moriarty, these are guys that, let's be real, they could take and mold into characters. 
because as of right now, Wheeler Yuta is just the the leftover guy from the best friends that no one really even knows exists. Uh, Daniel Garcia is treated like a joke because he's boys with 2.0. And Lee Moriarty is actually a very solid wrestler, but he does not have the killer instinct inside of the ring, mm -hmm. or at least he's not portrayed that. Right. So I think that these were three guys that if they were to put them into a stable um, and have them be mentored by Danielson and Moxley, I think that this actually could be fucking awesome. Um, or, you know, the exact flip side, if we get a solid series of matches between Moxley and Danielson, I'm cool with that too, but I would definitely prefer to have the stable. Yeah. Um, and then where do we go with this Wardlow and MJF storyline? Right. Um, uh, because obviously there was the, uh, the expert use of the blind camera angle, um, which was act very well done uh, by AEW. They uh, they showed the camera angle after the match of Wardlow handing the Dynamite Diamond Ring to MJF. So let's see where this goes uh, because, yeah, they're kind of feeding both sides. Yeah. Yes, they are. Matt Michaels, what you looking out for? Well, I got to look at the uh, Elimination Chamber's uh, big announcement of Lita versus Becky. I think that should be a pretty fucking uh, nice little match there. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, quite honestly, with Ronda Rousey announcing that she's going to face Charlotte, um, you know, this will be a match that maybe they pull the trigger on too early um, because who is, you know, the, the only other person really honestly who probably gets the WrestleMania shot to – you know, make up for SummerSlam as Bianca. Um, but other than that, you don't have major faces in the women's division that you can put up against Becky that would be at that level mm -hmm. of, you know, believing that they, you know, could could defeat her uh, in that sense. Uh, but you also have to look out for Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Now, Goldberg is 55 years old, and it's very cliche to call him Oldberg just because, I don't know, drop the G, that's what you get. <laughs> but the people here who who just are, just hate Goldberg, why him? <laughs> Sting is 62 fucking years old. 62 years old. Yep. And he's wrestling main events on their fucking <laughs> television programming. Facts. So, you know, for all of you who want to complain about Goldberg, look in the mirror and see your face is painted like the crow, which is a ripoff anyway. And there you go, Mr. Uh, fucking Sting. And unfortunately, I made you laugh, DJ, on that. But I'm going to make you cry on this. Look out for Jay Lethal's career going bye-bye oh. because he's going to keep doing shit like that. And he's done. It's ridiculous. He's a jobber now. Congratulations, DJ. That's why I hate AEW. Why would they do that to him? <laughs> Shit. All right. I'm sorry. It's my time. All right. All right. All right. All right. Sorry about that. See? I'll need to be at it. All right. Matt Cardona had his match with Jordan Grace for the digital media title. And and yes, I kind of uh railed on this. This was my WTF when I found out that this was happening uh two weeks ago, but I might feel a little bit different about this um, because this match, no, it wasn't necessarily a great match, but 
it showed Matt Cardona becoming a heel. And that turn happened immediately when he grabbed the chair and hit Jordan Grace with it to win the title. Who saw that coming? It's amazing. The part I'm I'm really interested about, and this is what it's and this is where I think it could be great. Where does Chelsea fit in on this? What is her thoughts? Um, is he just going to, which I know he won't, but is he just going to hand her the title and say, hey, babe, now you're going to be the digital media title? Is she just going to flip on him? Maybe she will flip on him. But why would they? They just got married. Why would they do that? Or will she even turn heel as well? I don't know. There's a lot there, but I'm more interested in this story than when I first found about it. And it's great to see that Matt's happy about having the title because he couldn't get his hands on the Impact World title. So now he's going to go heel to get the digital media. And it was so well put together. Shout out to Jordan Grace as well. It was a great match. It looked like she can definitely hang with them. And at one point, looked like she was going to actually take that, that title until, again, he went rogue. Uh, I'm I'm really interested to see where this storyline goes. If you guys got in, uh, access to Impact on Access, please try to watch it. All right. All right, y'all. Our last segment of the Night for Wrestling Talk is Best in Show. Let's get to it. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it. Best in show. Why don't we start with you, Matt Michaels? Uh, what would be your best in show this week? Uh, I got to give it to uh, Mecca 7. I think uh, Future Stars Wrestling went all out with that show. Um, you had a great uh, little main event with Hammerstone, Brian Cage, and TJP, um, which uh, was uh, two big boys and a high flyer, which was a nice little contrast in styles uh you also had uh chris bay and matt vandegrift in a very solid match uh where bay won it um you had a nice four-way match with uh casey navarro and um damian drake and uh jay vidal uh and kenny king who i uh, got placed into that at, at the last minute when uh uh <clears throat> sam adonis couldn't make it in uh due to flight issues so that was a, a nice little win for uh, Jay Vidal. And there was uh, a bunch of other uh, nice matches on the card, including Sandra Moon and Funny Bone, which was a pretty solid match for uh, Sandra to uh, to get a chance to wrestle such an interesting uh, character as Funny Bone. Um, and outside of the Mecha 7, i got to say Peacemaker, man. Mm. Watch Cena. Watch Peacemaker. It's fucking amazing. It's violent. It's... Uh, it's very, um, just very over the top, a uh, lot of uh, gritty uh, humor, a lot of blue humor, a lot of uh, brains blowing up and fucking. You can't go wrong with that, right? Plus, you got an eagle, which, oh, okay. uh, you know, you got to love an eagle in a show. So, um, yeah, as far as superhero uh, series go, this one is just fucking insanely good enough uh to uh live up to what suicide squad really kind of is and taking an old character that really people didn't know and making a fucking uh, pretty good impression awesome no doubt i'll jump into this right quick best in the show for me 
was WWE SmackDown. I now understand people who enjoy going to art shows and they'll stare at a Picasso painting or a Monet painting. It's just, it's gratifying. It's just amazing. You just, it's beautiful. And that's how I felt for the first 10 minutes of SmackDown. Paul Heyman is just a masterpiece. I'm being, the guy is just, he is just awesome. And for him to lay out why everything took place, how it all came full circle. Roman Reigns didn't have to say anything. He just had to give uh, expressions in the ring. Same thing with the Usos. He laid it all out. He had the attention of the entire arena. Nobody uh, chanting dumb shit or, or whatever. He had their attention, and he had my attention as well. Got the proper booze when it was needed. Told the town to acknowledge him. Roman said nothing, and he looked great. The first 10 minutes of the SmackDown, that to me, is the Monet, the Picasso painting that you look for when it comes to wrestling, when to start off to break everything down from the beginning. I love it. Boom. Sin City, you tell me what was yours. So my best in show was AEW Dynamite. And unfortunately, and uh, I'm sure that we'll talk about it in three count, but uh, yeah. No one chose to watch this show, which was really, uh, really disappointing. Um, but uh, yeah, it, you had John Moxley uh, defeating Wheeler Yuta. Um, obviously, Wheeler Yuta picked up the slack for uh, for someone that chose to uh, you know make some comments about ten years ago on a podcast, and uh, just goes to show you comments can come back to bite you in the ass, unfortunately. Um, and uh, so Brian Kendrick. Um, was originally in that slot. Wheeler Yuta stepped up and uh, had a much better outing against John Moxley uh, than he did the previous time that those two locked up. Uh, elsewhere, you had uh, the Kings of the Black Throne, Brody King and Malachi Black, uh, defeating Penta El Cerro Miedo and Pac. Um, I do have to give a shout out to how Pac worked the first few seconds of that match, being completely blindfolded. Um, yeah. So I obviously, you know, I thought that that was very, very solid um, and it, just a great match all around by all four guys. Um, and the thing is, these guys have all crossed paths elsewhere uh, from, you know, varying indie promotions and and things of that nature. So it's good to see them working, you know, continuing to work this program. Uh, we already talked about the Nyla Rose and Ruby Soho. That was really the only real negative um, outside of the Brandy Rhodes promo. Um, and Matt Michaels, I have to say, Paige Van Zant might not be a needle mover, but occasionally she does move my needle. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Okay. Thank you for this. He's talking about a penis there, DJ. Is that what? <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh Lord, uh, Simon Street. <laughs> what was Good yours? No, Good to know. <laughs> um, you know, to be completely honest with you, mine is the same as Sin City Steve. 
Oh. But particularly the one time that I choose to buy AEW was this week. Um, what drew me in, obviously MJF or CM Punk, uh, you know, but I was pleasantly surprised. And I'm not going to re-say what Sin City Steve said. Uh, the show from start to finish was very entertaining. Hell, even Brandy Rhodes being told that her ass is fake as shit, acting like she's Jenny or, or what should say, uh, uh, something from the block. I don't even Brandy know who the hell that dude was, but he was fucking entertaining. There you go. Brandy <laughs> from the block. He he was going in cold on her. I found that entertaining. Um, but yeah, appreciate that. I felt they booked that match very well with CM Punk MJF. I think it played to the strengths of MJF. I think in a way, the way it all went down, it, it, it made uh, CM Punk not lose anything that he had going in. And I think it's good. I would like to see something uh, turn back around. Uh, unlike what Michael said earlier, and he should, or, or no, no, not Michael's. I think Impact said, I'm sorry, Impact said he'd like to see him punk lose again. Um, if that is the case, I would be surprised to see them be able to do it as well as they did um, this week, because I was not expecting that at all. I think, as we all said, to expect and see him punk to go over, and I was going to be a little disappointed, even though I like CM Punk. But I do like MJF, and I can see the future written all over his face. And um, I like that AEW goes to make him look strong. And, uh, you know, that's one of the biggest things that I think we all look towards the big challenge of AEW, and they seem to somewhat handle it well. We'll see how it goes. I can't wait for Nick, Nick Khan to present MJF with the contract. <laughs> you Come. would say that, you <laughs> fucking Mark. Yeah, you, you sure would. Anyways, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. We got our three count coming up next. Uh, three count topics. Well, Karrion Cross, he believes that someone is a natural leader. So take a listen to see if you agree who that is. Also, WWE talent is reportedly frustrated trying to speak with the boss Vince McMahon, but they're ignoring him. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next as well. And, of course, the numbers for AEW was not that good. We'll talk about that as well. It's coming up on three count. If you're watching this live, stay tuned because we're going to get right into it. But if you're listening to us through podcasts, this will be released on Tuesday. We always appreciate everyone for hanging out with us. And we will see you next week when we do it all over again. All right. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.